What's up, golfers? Welcome back to the podcast. Tim Connor here, golf coach, PGA Golf Academy owner out of the Pacific Northwest, more specifically Spokane Valley, Washington. My life, my job, my career mission is to help golfers with their game and to give them the best tools, resources, and a roadmap to help them with their learning curve. Now, there's a difference between understanding an idea and implementing that idea. In the age of internet experts, there are a lot of people that have more great ideas in their brain. But my expertise, and I think the expertise in golf coaching, is to take a person from an idea to implementation. And there are many phases to implementation where you understand it, and then you can do it consciously, and then you can do it subconsciously, and then you can do it under pressure. So there's many phases to implementing a swing change. Just know that as you work through it, and the learning curve is not linear, it's very up and down, although what we want is we want that trajectory to maintain an upward trajectory over time. Now does that mean you could get worse day to day? Yeah. But week to week, month to month, we want to see that trajectory working the right direction. And it will do that if you assess and work with, and assess and or work with somebody who can help you diagnose where are your weaknesses.com what do you suck at.com and then figure out a plan of attack from there that is the real meat of meat and potatoes of the work that's the midwestern kid coming out on me but that's what you got to figure out is where does my where are my needs what what am i really bad at what are the things that are helping me from scoring the golf ball better and then implement some change from there all right y'all today we're going to have a fun podcast a really fun podcast it's actually a use uh, listener driven idea from Vic, shout out to Vic. We'll get into that in a second. But first, let's talk about this podcast. My mission is to grow this podcast. I want to reach more golfers. I want to help more golfers. And I want more golfers to have good information and back that up, basically. So let's talk about this. So for the next month, between now and the end of March, submit a review, send me an email with a snapshot of that review. And I'm going to select three of you, you all, listeners, to do a swing analysis for you. Now, what that's going to entail is basically you're going to send me a swing, we're going to have a short meeting, and we're going to talk about your roadmap. What are, what are the things that you suck at.com? What is your priority list? What are the things you need to be working on? So I will announce and I will give away three free swing analyses with me. And we're going to detail out that roadmap for you. All you have to do to circle that back is leave this podcast a review and send me an email with a snapshot of that review. So take a screenshot, snap it on your iPhone, snap it on your phone, do whatever. Send it to me. My email is down below in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I'm going to look forward to helping you with your golf game. I'm trying to back up, put my money, put my mouth where my money is or my money where my mouth is. I want to help more golfers. I want to grow this podcast. I want to double the size of this podcast in the month of March. Let's go. Come on. We can do this. All right. So let's talk about course management strategy. Basically, that's what Vic reached out for and said, hey, I, would, I think it'd be cool if you talked about course strategy, separating out par threes, par fours, and par fives, and maybe do a mini series on it. Well, let's see how far we get today, but let's first talk about par threes. And well, yeah, it makes sense. Par threes, par fours, par fives. Let's start with par threes and then we'll work our way up the ladder. Now, shout out to Mark Brody. Uh, Mark Brody, Every Shot Counts. It's a wonderful, wonderful book and it's 
it helped me as an early instructor really form a lot of the pillars of things that were important to my golf coaching. And basically Mark, to summarize his background, and this is just my summary of it, is he's some type of statistician that published a book about his research and what are the things that are helping players score the golf ball well. What is the difference between professionals and amateurs? I would highly recommend checking, uh, checking that book out if you haven't heard of it. And it's, you don't have to read it necessarily like a book. You could treat it a bit more like an encyclopedia. But it just gives you the, some real fact-based, science-based, research-based knowledge about the improvement process. So that's where I've kind of formed a lot of my course management strategy stuff from. And there are some simple takeaways from the book, like basically the closer you get to the ball to the hole, the better your scoring opportunity is. Yeah, we know that, but there's also like it elaborates on that and how that strategy differentiates from pros and amateurs and stuff like that. Anyway, it's a it's a good it's a good reference point for sure. So let's talk about par threes and basically another summary I took out of that book is like our best odds are if we get the ball on the green. Sounds simple, right? But so what does that mean? So let's say we have a par three, 150 yards with a pin tucked on the right side of the green. Okay, so we're looking at 150 yard par three. Pin is on the right side of the green. Our shot shape is, let's call it relatively straight. So what should we do to get that, to give ourselves the best odds of scoring the golf ball? Well, we should get the ball on the green. And what does that mean? That means we should aim at the center of the green. Now, as more of an advanced type skill, I like aiming the golf ball to the fat part of the green and then allowing that golf ball to curve or work towards the hole. So for example, a player could aim at the middle of the green and then try to fade the golf ball towards the hole. And if it fades towards the hole, we're successful. If it hits the middle of the green, we're successful. And that's something I want you to take out of this podcast today is like, when you hit a green or a fairway or make a par, be happy about that. Consider that success. Because if you do any of those things consistently, hit greens, make pars, hit fairways, you're going to be way better than the average. So for example, like I see tour players and stuff like that, and understandably they're playing at a higher level than all of us, but they kind of set the example for uh, behavior. So when they hit a green, sometimes you'll see them slump their head or they're not so happy with it. And what we want though is we want to celebrate our success because golf is supposed to be fun. So celebrate your success. So let's get back to core strategy here. Par three, pins on the right side, 150 yards. We can aim at the middle of the green or we can work the golf ball towards the hole. I like both of those. Now, considering where our trouble might be on that hole, let's say there's a bunker on the right side of that green protecting the right side and our tee box is straight back from that. So to give ourselves the best angle at that green as far as where that trouble is, let's get our ball on the left side of the tee. And as a basic rule of thumb, what you can think is, how can I keep my golf ball over safety as long as possible? Another example of that is if there was some type of dog leg left, the shot shape that will keep the ball over the fairway for the longest amount of time is a draw. I want you to think about that and just process that for a second. The, the best strategy is one that keeps your golf ball over safety for the longest period of time. And that's why it doesn't make any sense to 
start your ball at trouble and work it away from that. You want to work your ball over the safe part of the course, whether that's the fairway, the green, or, or avoiding the bunker, and doing whatever to give ourselves the best odds at success. So that's some basic par three strategy for you. Get the ball on the green. One thing about strategy, and I think the reason that I don't default to talking about strategy more, is strategy is very, very fun to talk about. I think it's, it's strategy is a bit of like, like a master class. It's an important step, but it's an important step for somebody who has a ball flight. Many players don't have a ball flight they can trust. So if you're that player, if you cannot hit eight out of 10 shots that look like a golf shot, high, relatively straight, and have decent contact and hit it near the middle of the club face with some kind of predictable curve, which is most of the majority of the golfing public, if you're that person, strategy becomes less important because your job is to create a predictable ball flight and a predictable pattern because that is, that is the thing that's gonna have the highest return for you on your ability to score the golf ball. But it's also possible to do two things at the same time, meaning that you can be improving your predictability to your ball flight and you can also be understanding your course management better. It's just putting those steps in the right order. In a perfect world, we create a ball flight and then we really work on strategy. But this is par three strategy trying to set you up for success. Let's take another example of a hole here. So now let's say we're on a 200 yard par three and the pin is in the back left part of the green and there's water left, okay? Uh, water left from the tee box all the way to the green. So if your ball goes left, you're hosed, basically. That's our setup. Now, our ideal shot shape is one that keeps the ball over safety for the longest period of time. So ideally, we're gonna set up in a way that we're going to work the golf ball from the right to the left, and we're gonna work the golf ball over safety into the green, and hopefully get it to the hole. So what I would recommend here, and this is the, where you would set up on the tee box would very much depend on, on the water relative to the hole. But generally speaking, if you're gonna draw the ball, we're gonna favor the left side of the tee box. Where do we wanna miss? We either wanna draw it or we wanna push it, right? So we're gonna set up and we're gonna aim at the middle to the right side of the green. And if we hit the right side of the green, again, let's celebrate that, that's a good thing. If we have a 30 foot putt, so what? Two foot, two putt for par, move on, move forward. A 200 yard par three is not a birdie hole. In fact, that's something that I should have started with top of strategy. What, what are we expecting to get here? Is it a birdie hole? Is it a hole we can attack? You have to pick and choose your battles. When can you attack a hole? When can you not? This would be an example of a hole that we cannot attack. So I want you thinking about working the golf ball right to left, starting the golf ball at the right side of the green and working it towards the pin, all right? Now, if you snap hook it, that's trouble, right? So we gotta, this is why having a predictable ball flight is important. You have to understand your ball flight and, and have a one-way miss. Having a one-way miss is a massive part of being able to play course management or to implement strategy. If you have a two-way miss, it's very difficult to implement strategy because I can be standing over that ball and literally not knowing which way it's gonna go. It could go right, it could go left, it could go straight. If you have no idea, that's the thing that we need to figure out.
how do we create predictability to our ball flight and our curvature so we can then focus more on core strategy. Anyway, I like this idea. We're going to continue with it next week. Maybe we'll get through par fours and fives in one session. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. If you have any ideas, uh, I'm always listening. I'm, I'm here for y'all. And uh, leave this thing a review and send me a photo. Email it to me. We're going to grow this podcast. We're going to double the size of it in March. That's my personal goal. And I want to help some of you along the way with your golf game, your golf learning curve. Leave this thing a review. Send me an email with a photo. We can get you entered to get a swing analysis with me. And we'll give it away at the end of March. I appreciate you for being exactly who you are. I will catch you back here same time, same place next week.